everyone it's so good that we have another blessed day thanks to god and we have an awesome radio show today we're going to be discussing second chances of course we all deserve one and especially the youth among us because our children are the future and we have two very special people but we will start with a prayer as we always do Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you will renew the face of the earth. O oh God, you taught the hearts of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant that by the gift of the same spirit, we may be truly wise and always rejoice in his consolation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, needless to say, it's a beautiful day. It's so great. God is good. Sunny and beautiful. Windy. Love the nature. God is so kind. I can't say enough about him. Of course, I'm in love. <laughs> Anyhow, um, Bobby wants to say hello. Yeah, Bobby wants to say hello. My Bobby other love. The, my my second love. <laughs> second oh, to God. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he's a... He's he's a good guy. Oh, I did. Well, I'm saying that about, you know, helping out at mental health, but with teenagers, our youth, and you know, a lot of teenagers, they go through this transitional period. So, they they really are special people because they're still very good, very good at heart, and we want to lead them in the right direction. Yes. We're going to talk more about redemption. Redemption? Yes, of course. I mean, we all need to be redeemed, don't we? Second chances? We all fall short. We all need many chances, actually. But I was the prototype like three stacks on that CD. An example of the perfect candidate now. All your girlfriends say that you don't want to see me. You're the reason that I just can't concentrate hey! I've been trying to fix my pride But now you're broken Now you're broken Lie Lie, 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 I tried to hide But now you know That I'm at an all-time The Cure with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Boris. Thank you, baby. God is really good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Our show is available on your radio, also live through our app, The Cure, on any smartphone, throughout social media, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. We broadcast live from Miami through satellite, available on traditional radio, and on Sirius XM channel 131 the next day, after the show, soon after, any podcast player. We are now reaching approximately, what is it this time? 6.5 million. 6.5 million uh, people monthly in Facebook alone. So thank you to our social media followers and mostly thank you to God. This show was provided to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. We provide testimonials to let people know that we are not alone. And the testimony started with me. And we have also experts and inspirational speakers. God was my only cure since everything else failed. But we hope we can be there for each other. Life is challenging, but know this, there is a God. He's omnipotent, happens to be our Father, (laughs) and loves us dearly. So there's hope. There's always hope. That was All Time Low by John Bellion. And this is the message I received. Little birdie called the Holy Spirit. White tells me. Left to nothing and alone, we realize God is all we need. Feeling broken at our lowest, but with Him we supersede. Only the lost need to be found. That is most. Look around. Not just by merits or works. Knowing God is profound. Our Lord is our shining armor. So grateful for our Father. When seeing His will as perfect, hardships barely bother. For us to be saints, encourage one another, it's a choice. God's children, well equipped to hear His voice. Not chosen for this world, but to glorify the Most High. And when our God has spoken, Diligently we comply. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for his sheep, provides what's needed. All of us God plans to keep. Lifts our souls abundant in compassion in his hands. Is all we conquer should we heed to his commands. Directs our ways and turns our heart's flesh, rejecting sin. Planted in the Lord, we flourish with passion within. Today we will be talking about second chances, and uh, we have very special guests that can help us with that, Kat and George Basquez. George and Kat Basquez are the founders of Revolution Media Ministries and the husband-wife team behind the Revolution TV and Your Story Is Not Done film series evangelists, authors, and TV hosts for over 15 years. The Vasquez are called to evangelize the lost and energize and equip the body while empowering the church to do the same. Passionate, practical, and a little bit rock and roll. They've ministered at youth events, churches, and music festivals. Your story's not done is a campaign to amplify hope, a book and film series. Your story's not done, share stories of redemption, healing, 
and second chances when Jesus Christ, the author of our faith, takes over. George authored the book No More Rejection and currently works as a communications industry executive. With a news journalism background, Kat is the lead producer behind Revolution's film projects and has authored the upcoming title Rain, Restoring Identity. They were both trained in marketplace ministry through Christian International Ministries. The couple currently lives in Florida with their two sons. Kat and George Vasquez, welcome to The Cure. So glad to have you with us. Thank you so much for Thank having Thank you, Amy. Kat <laughs> and George, so why don't we start off with you guys telling us a little bit about yourselves, how you came together, the start of your ministry. Let's start with you, Kat. Absolutely. Um, well, about 20 years ago, I was in the news business, and um, my whole identity was built around making it further down the track in uh, journalism. And um, unfortunately, I stumbled into a situation where um, I had an, one of my bosses. Um, sadly, there was some abuse that started happening within the workplace, and it wasn't just to me. It was to some others also. Later, he was fired for harassment. But within a two-year period, um, I had to endure that, that season because in the news business, most folks know that um, in order for a market to, or your resume, for it to qualify on your resume, you have to stay within a station for two years there. So daily I would go in and pray for strength, um, pray for the Lord to cover me and to help me through the day. And I just knew on, at that two-year period, I would have to resign. Um, and I learned a lot from that season, but at that two-year mark, I did resign from that station, and Amy, to be honest with you, I was a mess. Uh, I needed to find my balance again, um, and thankfully, I was talking with the Lord through the process, day in, day out, and I ended up going back home to my hometown in, uh, in Kentucky, a little city in, in northern Kentucky, and uh, getting some counseling. And I took the first job that, that I could get, and it was at a radio station doing sales. And um, I continued in the process of um, pursuing my healing, going to church. There was a woman that worked there at the job with me that was almost like a mentor to me. And a very key piece here, she sought me out. She pursued me, included me, invited me to her, um, her family events invited me to her home for Sunday dinner, um, walked and did life along with me as I was seeking out my healing and continuing to go to counseling. And I just want to share that because that was a key to my restoration story, her involvement in my life. And about a year later, a man by the name of Jorge Vasquez walked into the radio station. And lo and behold, he was my client. It was the first time that we had met. And Amy, to be honest with you, I was at a loss for words, which is a miracle if anybody knows me. When I laid eyes on Jorge, I thought, oh my goodness, this man is taken. 
for sure. <laughs> and uh, it was a really fast uh, connection for both of us. And within 12 days, we were engaged, which we don't condone that, you know, but that's just how the Lord um, worked our story out. It was very fast. We both knew quickly, and we were praying through those 12 days and asking the Lord, is this the one? Um, confirm this for me. And we would wait for his confirmation. And sure enough, at day 12, we had such a peace. Things had happened so rapidly. We were definitely in love. And here we are almost 19 years later, and we've got two beautiful kids, and uh, we've got a, a ministry, a production ministry, 20 years this year, which is hard to believe. So that's, that's our story in a nutshell. That's a beautiful story. You got us beat. We got married in three months and we're 21 years. I guess good things sometimes happen wow. quickly when wow. it's God's will, that is. And by the way, Miss, a lot of us can relate even more so in this pandemic, but sometimes it makes the best of us, as you can see. And um, we're waiting for a sign, too. I, I, did, I did pray about it, but I asked for God for a big sign that he proposed to me, and I, I was very, very, uh, I had a lot of faith back then, because that was a lot to ask for, but it did happen, so God is good, what can I say? Um, and <laughs> he says, I don't know what came over me, before I was engaged for four years. Wow. So. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and the kids. Welcome back. This is Amy Cavo, and thanks for tuning in. Hmm. But something switched off here, but anyway, 
please listen to our show on any podcast platform and uh, the cure that was something's gotta give by all time low and there's times where we feel like wow so many things are kind of crazy something's gotta give all these technical issues something's gotta give all this praying something's gotta give yeah. always something's gotta give and it will be god he gives so this is the message that i receive we live by faith god sees beyond sin and transgression no one but god needed for everything is my confession takes trying patience forgiveness praying and crying something's gotta give to keep our souls from dying we would do anything for god hurt to let him down saved my life found and rescued before the meltdown hoping it was worth it so we try to give much back ever vigilant not to let our kids slip through the crack living on the edge you've had enough it's been too long go to your roots as it began work with god where we belong truth hits hard but better humbled and so very strong Loving Christ is music to the soul and our sweetest song. We think we know living until the facade starts to fade. When we open our eyes to how much we were played. Delight in the Lord, our Father and King that we serve. Provides hope and goodwill, a love we don't deserve. We are discussing, discussing <laughs> second chances with Kat and George. Basquez, authors of Your Story is Not Done. George, you guys are, are pretty hip, cool, not dope. I don't know what they use these days, but you guys reach out to, to young people. And the, you, you guys are a, a unique ministry. And what attracted you to help out young people or to, to relate to them that, that, that they feel that they can, they can come to you? That's a, Amy, that's a great question. So I got saved uh, while at University of Florida, and I ended up playing baseball. I transferred to a small school in Kentucky to play baseball for college. And while I was there, I um, had the honor of playing for a Christian baseball team one summer and spent three months in South America just sharing the gospel, using sports to reach kids. And God started giving me vision of the kids with the band t-shirts and the painted fingernails and the, the cutting on the wrists and he was like you know you need to go after those kids and so I when it. i got back it, it it was it was so god and so when i got back we started using music and festivals and 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 to reach kids and so we started you know hardcore christian bands and just going into bars and just using the medium of music to reach kids which God uses foolish things because I know nothing about music. I was always a baseball player. I, didn't, and I, I literally got kicked out of guitar class in college. Like the, the professor was like, "You're done. Stop wasting my time." You know. But um, and so we did. Well, it's a good thing. The, uh, concert for many years, and one day God spoke to us and said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up television for you guys." And He said, "Shut it down. Wait on me. Wait on. Wait on on the Lord." You know. And so we were doing our last concert and had to buy advertising, and that's when I met Kat. The last concert we were going to do needed advertising, and she had just, you know, was, was working there in sales. 
And so we met, and, and God, was, you know, God God made story, right? Uh, but he, he's always called us to go after what, you know, prodigals and what I considered last-hour workers, you know, like the, the parable of the last-hour workers. There's going to be many that will come into the kingdom in the last hour, and, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the, the ones that worked all day might complain, right, like in the parable, but that's God's heart, right? His heart's that none should perish. Oh. And, um, you know, and I think that he, his heart is to bring as many into the kingdom as, as possible. And so that's that's who we're after. That's who we felt God called us to go after. And so we use media to do it, you know, uh, the film series, the book. It, it, we, we, you know, your story's not done. God gave us that message to tell to tell the world that uh, they haven't been passed up, that they haven't messed up too much, that that they you know that God's grace is not sufficient for them. That's all a lie, and uh, the truth is that God's grace is sufficient, and that His mercies are made new every day. You know, so, Jesus, uh, so didn't, Jesus yeah. didn't come for the righteous. He came for the sinners. You know what some would call yeah. the judge of society. I was one of them. Yeah. And I have a theory about that, you know, the Satan, the devil, the enemy, whatever you want to call him, pickpocket, he attacks those that have the most potential, those who are likely to get close to God, those who are very dear to God, to hurt him the most. So those are yeah. the ones that, you know, end up making the biggest impact. So I'm glad that you're in it for, for good reasons and you're making a, a huge impact service to society and in a great asset to God's armies and um, and so I see that you guys your your stories I mean your movies and now you're making movies and they're just really amazing because not only do you integrate rock and roll and you can and you relate to the youth to our youth to those who are hurting to those who feel like they are alienated or an outcast to those who feel understood misunderstood you're able to relate to those people and you're very down to earth and, and everything and and music is a great way to connect and but these movies are very realistic and they they hit home to a lot of people those stories that are not often told you guys portray in your movies and your movies exemplify redemption and redemption for anyone even among those who feel the most hopeless case there isn't one for Jesus. There isn't one for God. He can reach out to anyone wherever they are. So absolutely, a absolutely. I think that that those make the best stories, right? The, the more the redemption, the more you know. The more uh, you know, it, it's kind of like how Paul said that, that those that have had much forgiven, you know, they're they're going to have much more uh, grace, right? Because he, we've experienced that grace, right? Just like Paul. Paul was literally murdering Christians at Saul, and he became and a saint. God turned him, and he became yeah. a saint. That's when I feel bad about myself. Yeah. I think of Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. a great so point. I love that. That's awesome. But yeah. we'll talk about your your movies. They're very interesting. When we return after this short break. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and the kids. Can I ride my bike backwards? Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. I love you 
mercy never fails me And all my days I've been held in your head From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. That was The Goodness of God by Jen Johnson. O oh, sweet Lord, you possess a never-ending compassion. The good in trials, always present, Christ is our passion. Wonderfully created to shine, setting our spirit on fire chosen with purpose until nothing but God we desire. Our confidence and courage in his arms we are secure. Despite what we endure, perseverance God will ensure. All in his works, refining strength, true love and ability. Holy words healing souls and improving responsibility. Father, like you there is no other, so teach us your way trusting God and aspiring His will as we fervently pray. Miracles give faith and proofs. There's nothing to fear. It's radiant joy, no better feeling than having God near. Gives rest to the burdened and laden from any turmoil. The lost to repent, He saves and anoints them with oil. Surrender to the goodness of God and His sweet voice our refuge to honor in all that we do. In him we rejoice. We are discussing second chances with Kat and George Vasquez, authors of Your Story Is Not Done. Can I ask a question? Sure. <laughs> Jorge, can you tell us a little more about the first episode? Seems very interesting. Uh, Grammy-winning guitar player, Brian Welsh, yeah. his story. Yes, he's actually a personal friend. Um, many years ago, when I wrote a book called No More Rejection, he actually wrote the board to it. We met him, oh goodness, maybe 15, 16 years ago when we had Revolution TV, when we first started. He was on, I believe, our first uh, season of that show, and we just hit it off. He, he, he lived not too far from us, and um, we used to do a, a prayer group once a month, uh, on a 1-800 number, everybody would call in and pray for each other, and, and he did that for many, many years, and uh, we just got to know each other, and, and his daughter, Denea, and he, he was there, you know, got to know Victor, our, little, our son Victor and Christian, and, and his story is unbelievable, because if you think about it, he was at the height of his career 
when he found Jesus, and he walked away from everything and and almost lost everything. And and God then turned things around. And uh, after becoming a, a very solid Christian, he uh, he felt led to go back to his to the band. And um, and there was a lot of restoration there. There were like his brothers, um, so it was it was really neat uh, to see what God is doing in his life. And and we focused uh, your story's not done on his relationship with his daughter. His daughter Janaya, um, when he was when she was like in diapers, he was touring in Europe, and he got a phone call from his neighbor, and they were like, "Hey, there's a bunch of skinheads that have moved into your house." And baby Janae is walking around with dirty diapers. And she literally had the neighbor put her on a private plane with him and brought him to Europe. And she was on tour the rest of her life. And so needless to say, she went through a lot of trauma. And, and so the story we focused on how God used that and turned things around um, to restore the relationship with him and his daughter. So it was really neat. And, and Amy and Boris, if I will, um, we have had 20 years of these amazing stories that we've heard between your stories, not done the film series, but also the Revolution TV. And what I heard that made the difference in Brian's story was that he was at the end of himself. He was he had no more ideas, and it was that humility piece. And he simply cried out to God, and he said, God, help. I want to be a good father in the mix. For a lot so of he us, has to make some hard decisions. For a lot of us, and, we have uh, to hit rock bottom because we get to a point where we have everything this world has to offer, but we still feel so alone and so empty and unhappy. And it isn't until we see ourselves hitting hard that we realize what we really need is God. He's the only thing that makes us feel complete. He's the only one that can give us peace. And He's true happiness. Everything else seems fake. It doesn't matter how much money, how much fame, or how much power. And some of us, a lot of us have to learn that the hard way. And one story that really hits home of one of your movies that you guys actually use real actors, the actual people that went through these um, circumstances such as in um, Hookers for Jesus and uh, that's that's a, a great testimony can you tell us a little bit about that yes so Annie LaBear, um was from Las Vegas and she was 15 years commercially trafficked she worked the strip from her experiences experiences very sad. She fell in love with one of her pimps early on, and from what we understand more often than not, um, that is how the relationship starts. Um, these young girls who may not have had um, a, a solid family structure, um, they become lured in or fall in love um, with, with a gentleman that starts paying them excessive attention tells them everything that they want to hear, what they really need to hear, what they needed to hear from maybe their own fathers to See, fill them with affirmation. Seems like the Stockholm Syndrome where you fall in love with your abuser. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happens, and sadly, that is the hook. And so for 15 years, Annie worked that industry, had several near-death experiences, a couple of overdoses and I'm not going to ruin the entire film for you but she had a radical encounter um, during her second overdose 
and the Lord miraculously saved her life. And today she is rescuing women out of that same industry um, with a ministry called Hookers for Jesus and Destiny House. Destiny House is a staff full of incredible women that are going alongside of these ladies, helping to rehabilitate them and also get them moved back into society, um, nice. helping them get jobs and doing the mentorship. That's the tough work right there. Yes. Um, that is commitment, lifelong commitment to helping these women get rehabilitated back into society. I know so that's a Andy tough life. is one of my personal heroes for yeah. sure. I, I thank you and I, I know that's a tough life I've been there done that maybe not as bad uh, but you know it's 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 incredible that you it's what's interesting is that it's who you least expected just the other day I saw the movie purgatory that just came out this year and it was actually an atheist who had apparitions of the saints and was able to tell stories about purgatory and hell and heaven and Things that really could be reaffirmed by, you know, history and things that other people have experienced as well. But it happened to an atheist. So it's not about whether we're worthy. It's about God's mercy and who he chooses. And he can choose anyone because he knows our heart. And it doesn't matter what we're doing. It's who we are. And God knows that. So, and sometimes the ones who suffer the most have the best hearts believe it or not that's why you see the best people among the poor among the challenged among the ones who have been through trauma it, it's just that's just the way it is um so i'm grateful for everything i've been through actually i would have been a big brat otherwise i'm perfectly sure of that <laughs> <laughs> but um you know yes go ahead no you know that the the the, the craziest part about Annie's story we didn't catch on film it was after we were done filming that um that she mentioned that she actually came to know the lord a, a year or two before she was planted in a church because the first time she visited a church she came you know in her dress right so her dress was you know like a mini skirt and and the, and the heels and she had some women in the church who were like no honey you can't do that you can't bring that and so it took her a couple years for her to come back. It was, it was pretty sad. It's a slow crawl. It's a slow crawl to recovery. <laughs> it really is. And, and, and Amy, something that we took from that is as church members, we have to have grace for those that may not have ever had a grid for religion or a grid for faith. Um, that is the Great Commission, right? Our assignment is to go out into all the world and to make disciples and to hopefully bring them back into the local church so that they can mature and grow in their faith. So we well, those are the poorest among us. And didn't God said, blessed are the poor in spirit, those who don't know God. And those are the, gods, the ones that God holds dear. Thank you for being there for them. And stay with us, we'll continue talking about more second chances with Captain Morgan Vasquez. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. These are the sounds of a dinner. But not just any dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. Because without food, it can't. A dinner now served, thanks to people like you. 
Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations to the COVID-19 Relief Fund are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Your help is needed now more than ever, and every dollar makes a difference. That's feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. On behalf of Feeding America and families nationwide, thank you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong. How powerful is the word of Jesus Christ? True Commentary with Stu Epperson, author of the book, Last Words of Jesus. Many people marveled at Jesus, were amazed at him, but only one person's faith in the Gospels was Jesus amazed at, and that is in Luke chapter 7, a Gentile, a centurion, a Roman occupier, oppressor, who had such faith in Christ in Luke 7 verse 7. He says, just send the word and my sick servant will be healed. He believed in Christ not even coming to his house, not even touching his servant. He believed in Jesus and the power of his word, and Christ marveled at that man's faith. Is the word of Christ deep enough, powerful enough? Is it enough for you to believe in and to watch him work? True Commentary with Stu Epperson, author of the book, Last Words of Jesus. Available now in bookstores. Learn more at lastwordsofjesus.com. I worship you, you are here, moving in love, I worship you, I worship you, you are here, working in this place, I worship you, I worship you. That was great. <laughs> and welcome back to the Cure Radio Show. And thanks for being with us. 
And again, um, we're every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, on social media. Just look for God is the Cure because He is also as a podcast, The Cure. <laughs> Same name, look at that. Sure. Okay. That song was Waymaker by Leland, the original singer. Perform an excellent job and find satisfaction in all we do. With joy and gratitude, the blessings will get us through. More than going to heaven, eager to see God face to face. Now that we have experienced, how sweet is his embrace. Those who are godly, the, the Lord will set for himself apart. Help is from the Lord, virtue keeps us close to his heart. With the right spirit, restores our joy and makes a way, delivers us from guilt and evil for which we daily pray. God of miracles, who rewards according to our deeds, his promises give hope and provides for our needs. Saved from death, took on sin and cleansed our soul. He is here, constant victory this world in his control. Glory to God, always at work, blood through our veins. Light of the world, we worship you, our God who reigns. Don't need to see to feel what can never take its place. Jesus, we long to be who you are, relying on your grace. We are talking about second chances with Kat and George Vasquez authors of your story is not done. Kat, what, how do we approach people who are feeling hopeless and even among the youth where life can be just a little bit more challenging? It, does everyone have a comeback story? Absolutely. Everybody has a comeback story. And I love, Amy, that you asked, how do we reach out to youth? Because that has been our heartbeat from the beginning. I think we have to go where they are. You know, um, George and I, since the beginning with Revolution Media Ministries, we wanted to go to where the kids are. So we went to concerts. Um, we would pass out stickers that shared the hope of Jesus. We've been doing that a whole lot more recently, too. But at the very beginning, Revolution Media Ministries was, and, and correct me here, George, but like um, they, they had a concert promotion path. So George, even before I met him, he created these almost like mini Billy Graham crusades and we would bring in some, some bands, and then George and other um, ministers would share the gospel of Jesus. And kids would come down front for, for prayer, for healing, receiving Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. So to George and I, it's going after them, because they may not voluntarily darken the door of a church. They might not voluntarily go to church. So we have to go pursue them. It's kind of like the moms and pops, right? Um, and like I was sharing in my story earlier, there was a woman who was very integral in my life when I was coming out of a very dark season where I needed healing and recovery time. 
and my sweet, I called her like my bigger sister, um, but she had a family of her own, and she had um, two children, but she invited me there into her home. She prayed with me. She believed for God's best in my life, and she affirmed me during that recovery season in my life. And I think if God can do it for me, someone who has come out of some verbal and emotional abuse, that background, He wants to do it for everyone. And all of us in these last two years have been touched by trauma from pandemic, from everything that's going on in the world. We've all experienced levels of emotional trauma. And I think the church, this is our finest hour to shine bright, to link arms with one another, to encourage one another, and to get back into the local church. That's a key follow-up step that we all need to be aware of. We need to get everybody back into a local church so they can grow and be loved on through this process. God is so good. Even with everything that's going on in the world today, it is a key time for the church to shine bright. You know, the Bible tells us that in the end days, the church will be known by her love. So that is also a key to be driven by Christ's radical love, to forgive much, to turn the other cheek, to pray for those who sin against us, to have Christ's radical love. That's going to be the difference maker between the church and what the world is so needing. We carry the power of the risen Christ, and the key is radical love. And to put and to put it out there, I mean, isn't that how God works? He comes to us. He, he reaches out to us in our darkest moments, wherever we may be. It's usually Him always reaching out. And it's always in the darkest moments that miracles happen. For example, St. Padre Pio lived in one of the world wars, World War II, you know. And you, and you imagine, how can there be such a saint in, in such times? And because that's when the best things happen. And that's when God shines his light. And that's when he can be seen the most. And that's when I believe these are times of great awakening. So, but bad things have to happen for people to awaken Otherwise, we might still go on being blind. Everything happens for a reason, and the reason is God's great will, which is perfect. So I just trust it, and I don't. I I, I don't worry about anything. I just pray about everything. <laughs> and you and you know, Amy, we've been talking a lot about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the Bible. They were not spared the flames. In fact, because of their brave stance for acknowledging that Jehovah is the one true God, they were thrown into a fiery furnace. It's an Old Testament, real-life story. And the Lord showed up in the flame for those three friends. I think that is such a testimony that we could all hold on to during these days. The Lord is showing up in unusual and fantastic ways. He is a covenant-keeping God. And we have to sometimes remind ourselves of that. But he sure. is there for his children. He will keep us even in the flame. Well, people who have never prayed before are praying now. People who used to pray a little bit are praying a lot. People who didn't take God seriously are starting to. People who stopped going to church realized it was important. So, <laughs> If they opened the churches, that is. 
But yeah. <laughs> well, church is in the heart. It's not a building. But you know, it's it's it you know, and it's people realizing, wow, life is fragile and the only thing that's constant because this world is always changing and we don't know what to think from one moment to the next is God. He always stays the same and his promises are always true. So guess where I'm going to? <laughs> it's it's a simple thing Amen. to me, but it's becoming more simple for everyone else and they're starting to see the reality of what really is important and that is a miracle in itself because for a long time I believe we were asleep and um, God is so good to us he doesn't let it happen for too long he wants to save us all his idea is that he brings us, us all to heaven and guides us to perfection so as hard as we find it may be, it's not about us. It's what he can do for us. <laughs> Amen. You know, and the, and the last thing that we would love to say is that God wants to use you and I to share his story by sharing our own story. Uh, he talks about in Revelation, he says that they overcame him, meaning the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, which is their story. And so we, we have a phrase, Kat's always saying this phrase, and we use it a lot, is that your story could be the key to unlocking somebody else's freedom. Because so, when you share what God did for you, it could, it could ring true with somebody else to say, hey, wait a minute, so there God is, did that for so Amy, that, he could do it for me. We finished. So there is good in suffering. There is good. It's, but people just need to come to the realization, but we finished the show. So, guys, it was wonderful having you, and um, God bless you. Thank you for all you do, and thank you for being with thank us. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. For more information on Kat and George Vasquez and their work, it can be found on our website, GodIsTheCure.com, under guests. And so we finish with a prayer, as we always do, the start and the finish. Prayer for second chances. Lord, Thank you for your great love, for your whole creation. Thank you that however far we have fallen, your love can reach us. Thank you that even when we feel we have messed up, you give us a second chance. Amen. Thank you to our wonderful people that work with us for having us on air. Check out Robbie Dilmer's show, The Christian Guy and Kingdom Pursuit. Awesome guy and great guests. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Please check our podcast, The Cure, wherever podcasts are. And until next Saturday, guys, much love. Always give it your best. Be as kind as possible. True to your values. Don't lose the faith. I mean, don't lose hope. Okay. Most importantly, keep the faith. Thank you for listening to The Cure with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcasts of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.